0: What's going on, everybody? My name is Josh. Welcome to the Barca Blogger on podcast. Hope everyone had a... I don't even know what kind of week I'm expecting you to have if you're listening to a Barcelona podcast. So let's just get right into it. Um, last time we chatted, it was about 30 minutes after Barcelona announced that Lionel Messi would not be returning to the club. Uh, there was speculation that the announcement was some sort of push to La Liga, uh, perhaps to put some pressure on them. Uh, to give Juan Laporta credit, uh, he seems to have been somewhat upfront about what was happening, and he he wasn't playing anyone. Yeah, he, Messi is actually leaving the club. Um, it does seem like, yeah, he could have. Maybe this could have happened earlier, but it does seem like it was really kind of a last last ditch effort sort of thing with Messi to try to get things figured out, and also to leave him time to, of course, go sign with PSG. Um, Laporta is not a popular man amidst Barcelona supporters right now. Uh, I will say that there is, there's a sentiment. There's a sentiment that there wasn't enough done by Laporta or that he was perhaps deceiving, um, that there was maybe some financial fair play talks in the background to figure things out. Um, I will say that in my opinion, it's a bit too early to put all of this on Laporta. After all, he did inherit a situation that was a bit out of hand. Uh, it does seem like it does seem like they obviously made every effort in the world to keep messy as, as you would expect. The problem is, Given the salary situation, even with Messi offering to take a 50% wage cut, uh, the other players on the team are just making too much money. And the problem is a lot of those players are big money players that no one else wants. And if they do want them, they don't want them at the wage they're making now. And if you're a player, you know, why would you leave Barcelona when you're making, you know, $10 an hour And go play for like MTT Benfica making, you know, $7 an hour or $6 an hour. You're just not going to do that just so that the club can re-sign Messi. Um, It has to be some sort of, you know, appeal for you. And we're going to get to this, but like Barcelona still haven't registered their other new signings either. So things are a little bit of a mess, uh, obviously. But Lionel Messi is officially a PSG player. They are going to roll out one of the best attacks in football history with Neymar, and Mbappe, and Messi, not to mention Angel Di Maria. And then on the bench, the bench is stacked. Uh, Donnarumma on goal, Sergio Ramos and Messi playing together. It's um, football Instagram is going to have a field day with everything. And uh, yeah, it's, um, it's certainly weird seeing all the pictures, everything. Um, it's a bit surreal. It's kind of one of those things where like last week I said I wouldn't believe it till it happened. Um, It obviously became pretty clear that it was going to happen as his father confirmed things and as the contractual details started to leak out a little bit. But officially a PSG player, um, here's some messy quotes. Quote, the truth is it's hard to put into words what I've had to live through this week. He said it was really difficult what happened with Barcelona. Saying farewell after all After being there my whole life in one place, and after three days without forgetting what happened, everything changed. I was living with a lot of doubt, a lot of nerves, a lot of anticipation that this would happen, and, well, a lot of excitement and desire to get started. It was a really special arrival. The welcome from the people who welcomed me who came out into the streets. I'm very excited to start this new era that I'm going to live, and I'm ready to start my new life here in Paris. Um, for me on a personal level, I would love to win another Champions League. Like I've said in previous years, I think it's the ideal place that's ready for that. So we have the same goals. It's got impressive players, one of the best squads in the world, and hopefully we can achieve the goal which Paris wants so much. I want so much, and hopefully we can enjoy it with the people of Paris too. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't really have anything to say. Like he's he got put in an impossible situation, and he's doing the best with it. Um, I think, you know, A year ago whenever it was initially chatted about messi leaving barcelona psg and manchester city were the obvious choices psg was the choice if you want to go in the champions league same thing with city like those are the two places you go if you want to do that the most um he clearly his heart would have won him over if barcelona like the heart was the leading thing for messi here like barcelona are not even with him atop four or five favorite to win the Champions League Uh, so he didn't, that wasn't his priority his priority was staying in Barcelona but now that that didn't work out, his second priority is obviously winning the Champions League, which he uh, is going to be a favorite to do now at PSG On to the actual club that we're all going to watch this year, Uh, Sergio Aguero is already hurt, he is out for 10 weeks he has yet to even be registered as a Barcelona player in time for La Liga, but he um, he's already out, so yeah The concern comes to fruition before the season even starts. Uh, Barcelona are, of course, running out of time to register these new signings, uh, like we learned with Lionel Messi, uh, Eric Garcia, Memphis Depay, Sergio Aguero. The Emerson Royal situation is a little bit more complicated. Um, He's already registered. There's there's some reports about that. Uh, (laughs) There's a radio report that they're confident that they will be able to register all four players in time for this weekend's match, um, the biggest thing, right, is getting Memphis and Emerson. Perhaps um, Agüero is, of course, out with injury, and Eric Garcia has just got back from the Olympics. But you got to get Memphis to pie sign at least. Um, the difficulty is there's still discussion around the future of players such as you know Pianich, MTT and Braithwaite. Braithwaite's. West Ham really wants him. He doesn't want to go there. I think he's perhaps stalling for a Tottenham, for some Tottenham interest in case Harry Kane leaves, but that doesn't seem like it's going to happen. Um, Actually, I haven't checked in on Harry Kane. Let's, uh, here we go. So Fabrizio Romano, our our dear friend, let's see. He had some information. Oh, what, what is this? Um, he's ex- there speaking exclusively to City this week. Uh, Tottenham's current plans are to keep hold of Harry Kane this season as they begin a new project. Um, next week is kind of the final decision points, it seems like. Okay, either way, Braithwaite doesn't want to go to West Ham, wants to go to Tottenham. It is what it is. Barcelona apparently turned down a Pianic deal that included Arthur returning. Uh, not keen on that. <laughs> Everything's a mess. Um, here's some good news. Uh, Mark Andre Tristegen is in his final stage, his final stretch of recovery. Uh, the September rumors, kind of discussion, seems to be something that is actually feasible. Uh, so we could have the star back in the lineup in about a month, which would be pretty awesome. Um, that's all I got in terms of news. I mean, the biggest thing again is just getting these guys signed, especially to Pi. Like they just need, they need him bad. Uh, I'm not going to talk too much about LaPorta. There is a lot of discussion about his... whether or not we can trust him. Um, I think trust is a strange word to use. In this scenario, uh, I would say that patience is needed um, given the situation that he inherited. Um, yes, there were promises made that did not come to fruition. Uh, I wouldn't be a presidential race of any sort if there were unfulfilled promises. I don't know if anyone could have solved, you know, the problems that he had in time. Um, not defending him. I'm just saying like, just like I do with managers, right? Patience is needed. Uh, and time will tell. Um, we're three days away from La Liga kicking off. Uh, this is this is Barcelona's chance to you know start defining themselves as in their post-Messi era. Um, I think something I talked about a lot and a lot of people discussed in the Barcelona circles were how much the club relied on Messi late in games last year. Um, how it would be kind of like a throw your hands up in the air, and hope Messi does something brilliant late in games. Um, the goal should be you know not for that to simply transition to putting that weight on Griezmann or Depay's shoulders. One, because neither of them are as good as Messi, but two, the goal should be for the team to play as a team in the final third, in the final half of matches, and when you're desperate for a goal to rely on, to fall back on your system, right? And we're going to get a really good look at Koeman's system with this weird, strange Barcelona team. Um, They're still very talented. They are not They are not the most talented team in La Liga. They're not the second most talented team in La Liga, probably, <laughs> Um and they're really going to have to rely on a system. And if that system is good and the players have faith in it, then Barcelona should be a very solid, fun team to watch. There's a lot of youth on this team. There's exciting futures on this team. And there's still Barcelona. Um, this is going to be a strange transitional year, but uh, starting Sunday is a, is a great opportunity to let that, um, let that future start and uh, should be interesting. So thank you all for listening. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast if you are not subscribed. We are on Spotify, Apple Podcast, Stitcher, Overcast, Google Play, all the places where you can get your podcast. Enjoy the match this weekend, everybody, and I will talk to you next time. Thanks.